Hello runners, welcome to a new episode of our runners podcast series. I am Sanali and I'm really excited about today's topic of discussion. Um, I think most of us are pretty much done with our uh, peak miso and we are gearing up for our big race day. And I'm sure, you know, it's a mixed bag of emotions, a lot of excitement, nervousness, anxiety. I mean, after all, we have spent several weeks training for this big day. Even our most senior runners also go through the same thing. Because no matter how many races we run, every race day experience is unique. But one thing is for sure that each race day comes with its own learnings, its own takeaways, and definitely its own sense of accomplishment. So that way, for that, we have three amazing runners here with us today who are going to share stories about their race day experience. And I can't wait to get into that discussion. So without any further delay, let's begin with the introductions. Our guest number one, Rakesh, would you like to go first? Sure, Sonali. Uh, hello, everyone. So my name is Rakesh Acharya. I'm from Oland Park, Kansas, uh, Kansas City. So um, this is my second season with uh, RSWP. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about my uh, first season, which was like I joined RSWB earlier uh, this year in January. So uh, that's what I'm going to you know, share my experience about how the uh, race was. And yeah, so that's pretty much all about it. Yeah. So how did you, did you have any experience in running before, Rakesh? Uh, I actually work for Garmin here. So oh. most of you know that, you know, Garmin is a company who is famous for, you know, uh, they have these watches, which is primarily designed for running and uh, other activities. So I've seen a lot of people running in my company and uh, like, a lot of uh, Boston marathoners, I've seen them personally, but uh, like I joined Garmin in 2018, so I've never tried running uh, uh, until that point. Uh, one of my friends uh, was part of RSWB and he told me that, you know, this is a group where you can try running. So I had some health issues as well uh, uh, right after joining Garmin. So that's the reason I couldn't do uh, uh, you know, proper running. So that's the reason I thought, okay, I'll give it a try. And the experience was amazing. So <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about in this, I guess. So. Oh, great. Welcome, welcome, Rakesh. So glad oh. you decided to take it up. And uh, um, yeah, uh, I hope you're having fun as well. So oh, your yeah. first season, was it a 10K? And yes, so I started my first season. I mean, it was 10K. And this season, I'm going to try out with half marathon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great, great. All right, welcome. Uh, Shiva, sir. Uh, okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Shiva, Shiva Bala Narayanan. Um, I'm originally from Tamil Nadu, but I grew up in Kolkata. Um, so, and I went to college in Chennai and then came to Seattle in 1990 to get my PhD. Uh, I've lived here in Seattle since 1990. Um, I, let's see, I work in the AI space, AI and education space. Uh, my wife, Mira, and uh, I have, we have three daughters. Um, Running-wise, I have never been an athlete at all. Uh, in fact, for a long time, the most athletic thing that I did was moving pieces on a chessboard. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually used to walk a lot, um, averaging about 15,000 steps a day for a number of years. Uh, so that kept me fit. I started running only two years ago, uh, actually by accident. Uh, my daughter Menaka uh, was to come from uh, was to come 
to Seattle for uh, Thanksgiving. And so she and I decided to run a half marathon. Uh, so we did the Thanksgiving weekend Seattle half marathon during her trip here. I actually ran with very little preparation. I did run for a few weeks before, but very little preparation. Before that, I had never run a race, not even a 5K or a 10K. Uh, and although I was able to finish the race, I struggled with uh, very little juice left at the very end. So that got me motivated. Uh, and I was thinking I should run my next marathon uh, where I end the race with a feeling that uh, I can run a few more miles if I wanted to. So that was my goal. So uh, my nephew, G.V. Ganesh, uh, many, uh, many, uh, some of you might know, uh, he saw my half marathon post on my on Facebook and he called me to congratulate me. And it was then he talked about uh, RSWB and the wonderful running community that Coach Bala and uh, others are creating there. He said that uh, there was still a few more slots left for season nine, just like uh, Rakesh season nine, and that I should sign up. Uh, so I signed up and the rest is history. Um, this is my second season with RSWB and I'm training for my first full marathon. Wow. And your first uh, first season was a was a half marathon? Half, half marathon, yes. Oh. Half marathon. Wow, wow. Very nice. Uh, I mean, it's really inspiring that, I mean, even though you took up, um, you know, running so later in, uh, you know, uh, uh, your... Uh, Kind of, I know you used to walk a lot before and all, but it's truly, truly inspiring. And, uh, you know, uh, Shiva sir and I, we have the same coach. We are part of the same uh, WhatsApp group. So I have seen like how much Shiva sir is, you know, analyzes his runs. He's so curious about, uh, you know, learning and understanding about how to make it better. So I really admire you're so driven, really admire your curiosity and, you know, your desire to get get better and do things the right way. So I'm uh, really looking forward to speaking with you. And uh, yeah, Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Radhika. Hi, Sanadi. Um, hello, uh, Rakesh. Uh, hello, Narendra. Um, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Radhika and I live in Westford, Massachusetts uh, with my husband, Praveen, and my son, Savan, who is a senior at college. Uh, I was born and brought up in Damgere, Karnataka. Um, so growing up, I did uh, tons of extra activities and uh, very less of academics. Um, so I did a lot of sports like high jump, throw ball, roller skating, 100 meters relay. And I also, through NCC, went on to do some trekking and biking expeditions um, I was selected for Republic Day Parade at Delhi, so represented Karnataka and Goa Battalion. Um, life was actually very good for me in high school. But then a lot of things changed uh, once I started dental school. Academics uh, became the primary focus um, and everything else uh, came to a stop. Um, this is my fourth season with RHWB. And as so far, I have completed two half marathons and three 10K races. Uh, no doubt, uh, I am starting to relive my high school days uh, once again. Thanks to Coach Pala and Coach Sucha. Um, very grateful. Great, great. And how did you uh, get into RHWB, Radhika? Yeah, so uh, during COVID, I would see Coach Suja, Coach Srivatsan, 
Shridhar, Sapna, Aparna, they would all be running in my neighborhood. And once Coach Suja asked me if I wanted to join the group, but then at that time I was dealing with my back issues, neck and shoulder issues. So I was really not confident I could uh, run. So I did not join. But then uh, Coach Suja made a statement saying that, hey, come on, uh, you have walked full marathon. So running a 5K shouldn't be a big deal for you. And that kind of stuck in my head for a while. But by the time I decided and went back to her, uh, I was too late for the season. The registration had closed. So I ended up waiting for the following season. And uh, I'm very grateful to Coach Suja. She cohort uh, in the following season great great that's that's amazing and actually uh, you know um, most of our listeners might be aware but uh, radhika here had won the season 8 uh, tagline uh, soul to soul and uh, it's so it's so nice that it's really fitting and you know apropos for today's conversation so lovely okay. to have you here radhika i mean Thank you so much. <laughs> Coach Bala says that inspiration comes from all directions in all forms, right? It's like we yes. have to allow ourselves to be inspired. So yeah. uh, it's so lovely that uh, you guys had different variety of reasons to get there, but you decided to, you know, take it up and follow it through. So again, yeah. welcome to all of you. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to, you know, what we wanted to do is um, kind of pick a season and kind of, you know, see how, it went from how your training season was and how ultimately what was your race day experience like, right? So for, I understand for Shiva sir and Rakesh, it's their second season. So I'm sure you would like to talk about the prior season that you have completed. And um, Radhika, I leave it up to you, which season was, you know, really special and eventful for you to talk about. Um, yeah. But let's begin with uh, Shiva sir here. Um, would you like to kind of, you know, briefly summarize how your season was and, you know, any highlights? Uh, you're on mute. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I had overall, I had a wonderful first season experience. I trained for a half marathon. Uh, my coach was Coach Aparna and she was awesome. Um, I think there are three aspects of the first season that um, I, I think joined together to create uh, uh, my first great season. I think the first was the structure of the sessions uh, of the season with its workouts and carefully designed meso cycles. I think Coach Bala and team had put in a lot of thought into the schedule. So following it was both fun and very effective. So that's the first aspect. It's like the course material for a course. Uh, the second is the coach, uh, which in my case was Coach Aparna. And did I mention that she was awesome? Um, uh, our uh, cohort uh, WhatsApp group was also fabulous. Uh, I think Rakesh was also part of it. Uh, uh, I traveled quite a bit during that season, especially within India. So I had to be very flexible with my runs. Uh, and coach was both accommodative and firm uh, in keeping me accountable uh, uh, for my training. Uh, that's the second aspect. So the, the coach is very important. The third aspect is, I would say, uh, to my credit, my own approach to the training. Um, I approached it as a student of running rather than a runner. Uh, there's a difference between a mere runner and a student of running. A runner 
I think blindly follows the workout instructions, goes out and does the run or resistant training or whatever the workout is. Uh, but a, uh, a, a, he just checks off the items in the list. But as a student of running, I was able to separate myself into two halves. The runner in me who follows instructions and does the workouts, but also the other student part who was observing the runner uh, and making improvements and looking in wonder at the body and mind adapting to the training uh, and in awe of the whole process. It's not so that's in fact, there's a short story in I think Manduke Upanishad about two birds perched on a tree. Uh, the the uh, the uh, bird, the lower bird, sitting and very busy eating and chirping and so on, and the one above just simply watching and witnessing the whole thing. So I could feel the same thing within me, where uh, the observer in me was witnessing the runner Shiva going through the process and uh, getting inspired by the abilities of a human body. It's any body, but since I was experiencing myself, it's like I was the tool for the education process. So that was the way I approached it is one of the reasons why it was very enjoyable and rewarding the whole season for me. And that's one of the main reasons why I signed up for a full marathon right, right after one season. Very, very beautifully said, uh, Shiva sir. Um, and you have really analyzed, you know, the benefits or your takeaways from uh, how you went through the season and what was your approach. I think definitely there's, you know, we we do our runs and everything, but if we keep that curiosity alive, and I have personally seen, right, I can attest to that, the analysis or the thought you put into um, uh, your runs and, you know, how they turn out to be. And when you ask questions, everybody else benefits as well. So, yeah, I totally agree on that. Um, Radhika, have you decided which season you would like to talk about? Yeah, sure. Um, I would like to talk about my very first season, um, Mind Over Miles, uh, because that's the season uh, was my first season. And then I made tons of mistakes and then corrected them. So, um this was the season it happened. It started in December. So I joined the uh, December winter season. Uh, training started very well. Uh, I was very committed to the program. I never missed a single day of practice. I started with 5K first. Uh, um, most of my runs uh, happened during my lunchtime at work. I would uh, get out, out, out of the office and then run around the office building so during one of my runs, a uh, funny thing happened. Um, our uh, building owner came out uh, one of the days and then he started running with me. Oh, and, oh Radhika, what happened to you? What's going on? You know, talk to me. Is everything okay with your health? I have never seen you outside the office in last 15, 16 years and you're getting me worried. And he was, he was saying all that stuff and started laughing and I told him that no, I was joined this running program and I'm tra training for 5k. So we had a good laugh together. Uh, the reason I say this is because um, I'm famously known as an Eskimo among my friends and colleagues because I don't like winters. I don't like snow. Uh, I don't come out of the house much during the winters. So I really shocked a lot of my folks by taking up running in the winter. 
And then uh, in the second mesocycle, my coach bumped me up from 5K to 10K. I guess I was doing well. And then uh, I, during the second mesocycle, a bunch of us decided that, oh, we will go ahead and run our first 10K race. So we were well prepared and we signed up for the race in advance that was closer to our home, just in second mesocycle. And then uh, the third mesocycle came and then we were still training well. And in the fourth mesocycle, um, I had a family health emergency. And uh, at that time, I looked at my life. I looked at my final search. I looked at my work schedule. I had several doctor appointments scheduled. And I just, I was like overnight, I just decided that I'm just going to go ahead and finish my race, uh, virtual race. So next day morning, I get up, I sign up for virtual race for Ukraine. And then I get my gear ready. And then I go to this river trail. And then I complete my very first virtual 10K race. Um, this is in the peak mesocycle, uh, not completing the training yet. And it took me about like an hour and 27 minutes to complete and I even got a progressive reverse split on my first season. So I was like super thrilled, super happy, super impressed about myself. But that runner's high was very, very short-lived because um, the mistake I had made was uh, I did not inform my coach about my virtual race. And we were in the middle of the peak mesocycle. Uh, I had put in a lot of miles and uh, and looks like there were some folks just like me, they had converted their long runs into a race on that same day. So later that day, I got to listen to Coach Bala's um, weekend message. And he was addressing all the runners who had finished the race without completing the training. Um, he sounded disappointed. He was not happy. Uh, he did not want runners taking any shortcuts. Uh, that's not what this training was all about. Um, so once I heard his message, uh, um, I wanted to do things right for the right reasons. It was just for me. So I finally again went back to my coach, uh, Coach Suja, and explained my situation and she adjusted my runs so I could recover well in another next two weeks, finished my training, and then I ended up running two 10K races that same season, um, in-person one and one virtual. But anyway, the moral of the story is um, we are going to have setbacks in life, in training, whatever it is. Uh, don't take it upon yourself. Uh, talk to your coaches. Explain your situation um, because um, they are there to help and guide and support you. Uh, so mind over miles, uh, that season will remain forever in my heart because uh, that's the season um, I felt like an athlete. And I had also demonstrated uh, all, all three pillars of RHWB. That was, I was committed to the program. I was having fun, but the mistake I made but then I corrected it by coming back strong and I showed my resilience. So um, I was happy that I was able to finish 
the season with no injuries. And, Amazing. Uh, yeah. That was, that was, that was my 16 week training. Yeah. So many learnings, right? In that span of, I mean, you haven't even gotten to race day and over the span of 16 weeks, you learned so many things. Number one, you learned something about yourself. Like you said, right? Nobody could believe that in the winter, in middle of winter, you would just come out and, you know, start running. So that is something really cool. You figured that you would do. And um, again, right, like you mentioned, communication with the coach, you know, running yes. things by them. And yeah. but uh, yeah, it, there was definitely and, you know, first season is always special. And yeah. uh, I think all the things that have happened, I'm sure that is one to remember. Yes, for me, for sure. Yes. Lovely, lovely. How about you, Rakesh? What was your first season like? So my first season, I started in January this year. So that's uh, like Radhika mentioned, it was peak of summer here in Kansas City. I'm oh, sorry, winter in Kansas City. So, uh, I mean, uh, the schedule and the experience was fantastic. I mean, uh, Aparna, uh, she was a fantastic coach. I mean, even uh, in my current uh, season, she is my coach. And she did a great job following up with my stats and, you know, uh, um, um, giving feedbacks on where I need to improve. Uh, but before I started the season, that was like, I was kind of a skeptical on, you know, uh, uh, joining any of these groups, thinking that, you know, whether really, I mean, that was the time when, you know, uh, we used to hear a lot of news about youngsters in their 30s or 40s. Uh, uh, um, you know, they had heart attack when they were running the marathon. So these kind of news, when you get to hear. So I was skeptical about, you know, whether really, uh, uh, you know, we, uh, whether it is really meant for me. Uh, so after I, you know, started, you know, I, I just thought that I'll give it a try for the first season and uh, see how it goes. But after I, uh, you know, exp- I mean, completed my first season, uh, I realized that it is, it's not only about, you know, randomly running. So that's what a lot of runners I see, you know, uh, make a mistake where they don't follow the schedule and they don't follow the uh, uh, strength training exercises. So I realized that it is very important, your strength training and your uh, uh, the schedule to follow that. Along with that, your sleep, diet is equally important. So uh, even uh, during my sessions uh, with uh, Coach Aparna, she did mention about uh, your diet, how you need to follow it and your sleep cycle. So these are all are very important things uh, to follow. And uh, that really helped me to get going. So I was initially, I mean, before even joining the season, I was able to run this one, like shorter distances very easily, like one mile, two mile. But the moment it stretched to three mile or more, I was struggling. So that's where she helped me to uh, you know, have a strategy on how to run the longer runs. And I was struggling with my breathing. So she suggested some breathing exercises uh, 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 to follow every day. So that really helped me. And I felt that these are the kind of things, I mean, you just don't jump into the things like uh, often, I mean, we are in a competitive world. When you see someone older than you uh, doing, you know, 15 miles or 20 miles, you get to uh, at that stage immediately. You want to do that like immediately and you want to improve yourself. But uh, this season or the first season that I joined, it it, uh, taught me that, you know, you just need to compete with yourself. So uh, uh, and the whole community is there to cheer you up and, they are, you know, supporting you without ex- expecting anything back from you. So that's that's one of the great, uh, you know, uh, learning from that season. So uh, it was fantastic, and I was able to do my 10k. And yeah, uh, glad that uh, you know the entire members, uh, the coach staff, uh, was really helpful uh, 
to address any of the issues which are there. Yeah, you yeah you brought out a couple of very important points, right? For example, I mean, you know, a structured training program. Uh, it basically starts off, you know, the, the way it is structured is you start slow and you slowly build up your stamina, your resilience, and you go it in a very methodical manner. When someone who's new to running, right, looks at it and you know can feel overwhelmed with starting with one mile and all, how am I going to go and run thirteen miles, right? But by the time you finish those. 16 weeks of training, you can't believe it yourself because these cumulative benefits really add up and it's nothing short of a miracle when we actually get to that. The second part, which is even more important to remember, like you mentioned, right? A lot of us may feel that, oh, you know, it's just one mile. I think I can push more. It's just two miles. I think I can go four miles, right? And then that's where sometimes somewhere along the way, the you know you start feeling a little bit out of depth right like oh it is getting tough so, exactly yeah and, i mean and, yeah when i uh, like i work for garmin here so i'm fortunate that i work for a company which promotes these kind of things so uh, but i never tried it so far so before uh, uh, last year so like one of my uh, colleague he uh, he ran a boston marathon like a couple of years back so i used to see very good runners like they are like fantastic in running. They do like for 40, 50 miles in one stretch. I've seen that in my workplace as well. Uh, they're very calm and, you know, they don't get stressed when there is a, 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 a lot of, you know, uh, um, work pressure on them. So uh, they have a very calm and uh, cool personality, which comes up with this running. So that's what I realized that, you know, I used to talk to him, you know, how, how do you do that? Like, how do you uh, run for, you know, uh, 15 miles or 10 miles uh, during the peak winters? And he used to tell me that, uh, uh, that running is, uh, you know, part of his life. It is just like, you know, if, if you don't eat something uh, on a particular day, we kind of feel that we're hungry or we're missing on something. So that's what RSWB taught me that, you know, after following the schedule, if you don't run uh, any you know, on any day, then you feel like you are missing out on something. So that's it. The schedules are meant for, I believe, it's to uh, make you feel that it's a part of your life. You are, you know, after following two or three seasons, you're going to make it as a habit and uh, you're not going to miss it. Even if you uh, don't have that uh, 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 like running season, so you will still follow that to make sure that, you know, you are fit and healthy and you're following the, uh, uh, to get that good feeling. Lovely, lovely. I mean, uh, you know, listening to how your season went and how your training went, I really cannot wait to hear about your actual, you know, race day. Um, but before that, yeah, let, let's talk about, you know, your race day preparation and then your actual race day. So this time, Radhika, let's let's start with you. Yeah, sure. Um, race day preparation, I was just following what Coach Bala, I would say, in his weekend messages and podcasts. I paid a lot of attention to my strength training, um, glute activation exercises, yoga. I would practice a single leg stance while cooking good hydration, um, you know, drinking lots of coconut water, electrolytes every day after runs, before runs, during runs, good nutrition, rice, potatoes, beetroot. I would also uh, drink like pickle juice. I don't know if it helped or not, but I think it helped me. Um, pickle juice uh, prior to my runs. Um, I would practice belly breathing every day, every night, uh, just to, so, you know, it would help me in running. 
Um, one other thing I did was uh, I started walking barefoot just to strengthen my uh, feet. So I would not wear socks or sandals inside the house. I would walk barefoot. Um, I think that that kind of helped too. Um, and I had conserved a lot of energy uh, uh, that that week, uh, not talking too much, no high energy things, just basic, uh, uh, you know, just be calm and uh and on and for the race day, I had actually kept all the clothes ready the previous night. So I had my old shoes, uh, old socks, old running gear, nothing new uh, for the race day. Um, so that way, you know, didn't want to uh, have any surprises. That was my preparation. And on the um, race day itself was actually very good because we had uh, signed up uh, um with bunch of our uh friends uh it was closer to home and it was the first that was my first uh, in person 10k race um race was very well organized uh, lots of water gatorade uh, granola bars cheerleaders music drums we were really excited there were hundreds of runners participating um so bunch of us we started doing dynamic stretching prior to the start and when the gun went off, uh, uh, all the t- things that I wanted to do on that race day, I did not do. Uh, so when I just took off like a bullet without any control of on my senses. So usually um, my pace is like between 13 and 14 minutes a mile. But on that day, uh, my first mile was like 10 minutes. And after one mile, I was just panting. I had cramps. I had stitches my heart rate 180 and then I kept thinking oh my god how am I how am I going to complete next 5.2 miles which seemed very hard but then I completely slowed down um, took a couple of water breaks brought my heart rate down and then I finally finished the race so when I finished the race uh, it was in person Uh, I finished it at one hour and 19 minutes I had gotten a PR without my knowledge because my virtual race was one hour and 27 minutes. And this was like one hour and 19 minutes. And But I made, again, several mistakes in the race. Is uh, First one is we picked a wrong course. This was my first season. I was a new runner. And this course was entirely rolling hills. And we were not trained to run hills. So that was the first mistake. And then the second mistake was uh, the race started around 11.30 or 12, something like that. And we were there early uh, and we were overly dressed in uh, layers because it was in the morning. And when the race started, um, I mean, we still had a couple of layers and I was super hot, sweating and miserable. So that was the second mistake. We were overly dressed. And then the third mistake was running the first mile uh, fastest was the biggest mistake that costed me cramps and side stitches and heart rate and all that. But in spite of all these obstacles, we really finished the race with a smile on our faces, believe it or not. Uh, Coach Suja was right there at the finish line, so we could hear her cheering us and boosting us uh, from far. And overall, it was just a great um, experience. Um, 
Uh, I say this in all modesty that on that day, even though we were all, uh, all our friends uh, who ran that day, we were all in our 50s and we just felt like high school kids. Uh, it was, it was just an amazing feeling. Absolutely. What a, what a wonderful, uh, I mean, you know, experience, Radhika. And, you know, thank you for being so open and candid about your errors and, you know, yes. mistakes, right? And I mean, that is what I, looks like you followed all the instructions to the T. You learned from others' experiences and um, mistakes. But obviously, right, any race, you know, you, you sometimes life throws you curveballs. And I think in spite of that, uh, because like you said, right, you literally covered all three pillars of RHWB. You were able to adapt and yes. you know deal with whatever happened doing live troubleshooting and um, finish the race with a spine. So yes. I think that's that's really wonderful. And yeah, looks like it was a special one, of course. Yes, it 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 will be special for a long time. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Rakesh, how was your first uh, race like? So it was fantastic. I mean, uh, uh, before the race day, I think um, one week before uh, the actual race, uh, the coaches did mention about, you know, taking uh, uh, enough fluids uh, four to five days before the race. That actually really helped me because a lot of people, I think we, in the past as well, uh, I think I usually do biking sometimes. So uh, we drink water just before the race that that's not going to help you uh, really so taking enough fluids at least four to five days before the uh, uh, actual race day it actually helps with the running so that that uh, that's what happened with me so i was uh, preparing well uh, at least three to four days before the race day i was starting uh, to drink more liquids and uh, as usual uh, just before the race day uh, uh, previous night i had enough uh, carbohydrates to make sure that i had enough energy so one of the things with me is that i mean i'm uh, when i get up in the morning i i would like to run with the uh bare stomach i mean i don't want to eat anything even though you know coaches i mean it it, it differs from person to person so i just made sure that i had some uh, uh light cereal to make sure that i have high energy uh so i get energy when i don't eat anything so <laughs> so that's wow. the reason i kind of had you know especially in the morning so I can run uh, uh, longer distances or I usually do biking early in the morning, uh, 40, 50 miles. Uh, 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 so that's like when I, ha- when I don't eat uh, much, uh, I mean, just a light cereal, that's, that's good enough for me. Uh, so like so that's what I uh, did on that morning. So I had a light cereal just because I had to do that. So uh, when I, and it was too cold, uh, like the uh, temperature was in 30s uh, when we started the race. So I was really pumped up and wanted to, you know, uh, complete it within an hour or so. Uh, but I was running with, you know, when I started the run, I was running with one of my friends, uh, uh, kid, and he was a great uh, uh, runner. So he used to train with me and he was training for half marathon uh, 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 during the training season. And uh, Your friend's son? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. And he's a 10-year-old kid. So oh, wow. on the race day, because of the, uh, I think, cold temperature, he decided that he's going to do the 10K. So I was just run, running with me, and, uh, 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 I mean, running with that person, uh, that kid. And he started, after half a mile, he started having uh, breathing issues and, you know, uh, uh, kind of his heart, heart rate went up. So I had to slow down and make sure that he's okay. So I kind of walked with him 
uh, uh, and made sure that, you know, for a couple of miles I walked with him and then his mom joined him and then up until there I was there with him and then I started uh, running my normal race. So, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, he is a like fantastic kid. I, I just glad that I'm glad that I encouraged him during that uh, phase, but still he was able to complete his race uh, and finish the 10K. So I'm glad that he did it. So, uh, it was fantastic. And after that, I mean, I probably would have finished five or 10 minutes uh, before without that, but I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, glad that I helped him. But uh, for me, it is just about completing the race. I don't care about my timing. So that's what I learned from RSWB. So even uh, if I run for half marathon or full marathon in the upcoming season, I'm not going to worry about my timing. And it's only about completing the race. So it was fantastic. Wow, what a, what a beautiful story, Rakesh. And um, I mean, you know, we all see with running, right? Or running a race. The outcome is an individual outcome, but in a way, it is a team sport where you uplift others as you progress, right? And what you did for that boy, you know, helping him out, waiting it out, it was a first race for you. It would, you know, was very special for you. But what you did for him, I'm sure he's going to remember like forever. And I mean, it's so yeah, important for our uh, young generation, right? Who are kind of growing up in this uh, competitive uh, age. Where yeah. a competitive world, where winning is, you know, that's that's what they focus on or they tend to focus on. So I think it's a wonderful um, lesson for everyone. Uh, but uh, and again, right, like the kid and you know his mom must have been really grateful. And I, I, I think that's really something wonderful that you did for him. And I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, any any person uh, in my place would have done the same thing. I feel that. Uh, but uh, that's one of the things. I mean, uh, when I started training for. Uh, uh, my run in RSWB. One thing I noticed is that I mean, all of our course they all have their personal life, and uh, in spite of that, they dedicated their time to uh, you know uh, uh, go through our uh, training stats and make sure that we are following the uh, 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 you know uh, the race. And so that's like they are giving uh, giving up to, you know gi uh, giving things to the community without expecting anything back from us. So. If, like we see it in our uh, work life or you know outside the work also when people do something from you know to you they expect back something from you so but rswb is a group where they, everyone is selfless so that's a kind of a organization when you you know uh, train within that organization you kind of feel that you need to give it back to the community so i don't feel like I'm, i've done a great job any any person in my uh, place would have done the same thing but i'm glad that i you know i'm uh, as you you know explained earlier like uh, running a 10k is not an achievement for me but I, I would say that you know i have taken the step to start running in my life so that's an achievement so uh, whether it's a 5k or a 10k there are a lot of people we don't move around when in our you know uh, uh, normal uh, uh, work time like we just sit in on in front of the computer so we don't do the uh, actual hard work so that's the reason I think I feel that we are all, you know, we have done a great job. We all should be proud of ourselves that we have taken the first step to start running in our life. So uh, that's what I'm proud of. Amazing, amazing. I mean, yes, I totally agree that all our coaches and everyone who supports RSWB as a community is doing it so selflessly without any expectation in return. And it looks like you found a wonderful way to kind of pay it forward, right? Uh, along with your own accomplishment, you help someone accomplish their goal as well. 
So oh, kudos yeah, to you for that. I'll and, do that like in every race if I get the opportunity. And it's actually very, you know, kind of you to also assume that yes, everybody would do, uh, you know, something like that, which which you did, right, for that boy. So that also shows that that's what you uh, see in others. So that's that's a lovely story, Rakesh. I'm glad it was a special race for you. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Shiva sir? What was your first uh, race like? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. First day, race day. My main learning is expect the unexpected. Uh, on race day, there are certain things that will go well, certain things that will not go well. In my case, most of the things did not go well. Uh, uh, because uh, the day after the final long run on my peak miso, I got COVID uh, before the season, the, just as the season ended and before the taper, I was in India uh, at that time and remember feeling devastated, uh, being in bed and in quarantine when I should be at least doing some mild running uh, meant that I could not I, 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 do anything during my taper weeks. My COVID symptoms were also fairly intense and it took me two weeks to start feeling normal again. Um, so by the time I felt better and I returned to Seattle, uh, RSWD, the race day when I was originally planning on running was long over and we were sort of a couple of weeks uh, beyond that. So I spoke to Coach Aparna and we, we decided that I shouldn't end the season with no final race. So I ran a virtual half marathon two weeks later than I should have. A couple of days after uh, I flew back, I landed back in Seattle. I was jet lagged. Uh, jet lagged always means you are a little dehydrated, but otherwise felt okay. So I did uh, one small conversational pace run a couple of days right after I landed. Uh, that also felt okay. So having not run at all for three weeks after PISO, uh, I don't know if I should call that no taper or full taper with zero ramp down, whatever it is. I, but other than that, I prepared for the race just like I would for a normal race. I uh, carb loaded the previous day or the previous few days, drank lots of fluids, like Rakesh said, um, and uh, slept well the day before. Uh, I had early dinners, which I, I found that having early dinner and giving, letting the heart rate come down to a rest, giving it more hours uh, of sleep uh, was important. So I did, I did all that. The race actually, the next day, the race started well. So this was a mm -hmm. half marathon. Um, uh, the first three or four miles, I didn't feel anything. I felt normal. Uh, then I started developing cramps and had to slow down considerably. Uh, I was taking gels every 30 minutes and drinking electrolytes, but I could really feel that my post-COVID body was not just ready for the entire race. So I changed my strategy like uh, Dr. Radhika here. Uh, I changed my strategy for the last five miles and did two minutes of brisk walking and then the rest running and somehow limped myself to the finish line. Uh, so in summary, a fantastic season. And a very memorable race day, uh, not necessarily what I planned. That's that's the message. The message is expect the unexpected. Yes, oh, and a very important one indeed, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times we do everything so perfectly 
and uh, something or the other can really take you um, by surprise and that's the beauty of it right you you need to adapt yourself to that situation and think what is the best you can do out of it now a few things that i can you know truly bring out as learnings is one you really allowed yourself to recover well you did not get kind of swept away by you know oh the race is coming up i need to do something you had enough patience to you know let yourself recover and come back in a in a in a way that it was deemed safe for you to actually attempt it and main thing is that yes you expected that you know there could be something that would throw you um, off course and um, uh so that that was the other thing and um, again right like from all three of you what i gather is uh, even though things went did not go as per plan you did not waste time thinking at oh i did everything that i was supposed to do why did it have to happen to me right so at that moment you find what is the best solution you you know figure it figure the way out forward and then move forward with that so i mean you know wonderful wonderful experiences a variety of experiences indeed right some things in our control some things totally out of our control but definitely special ones a lot to you know a uh, lot of memories lot to relish about so um, but of course all of these came with a you know quite a few learnings we talked about some of them but uh, it would be great if um, you know you, you want to kind of summarize them summarize your learnings or give any additional uh in in your words so rakesh why don't we can yeah okay yeah so for me the learning experience was uh, you know running is not about just following the schedule so once we start doing this for one season two season it becomes a part of like our life so running should be a, a part of our life just like we are having a you know a, a nap taking a nap or you know eating breakfast so it's something like that it has to be a part of our life so that's what i felt that uh like whether we have a running season or not have a running season we should keep running so that you know we become physically and mentally fit so and the other thing is you know the schedules that we follow it's not only about running the strength training and uh, some of the other exercises that coaches tell you to do it it's equally important so that's what prevents you from having cramps and other uh, physical injuries when you actually do the long runs so that really helped me so i was following the uh, um, like strength training exercises and a lot of people who had run the long marathon like full marathons and half marathon had, had told me that we need to take this equally seriously just like we do the uh, uh, like running training so that is one of the uh, like um, like learnings for me and the other things are like taking more fluids and like my, i had issues with my breathing uh, like when i was doing the running so coaches really helped me to you know control that with some other exercises and also all in all for me it's a, a fantastic experience and as i said uh, it it's not just about just following the schedule it has to be a part of your life as you you know go through like your next phase of your life or absolutely along with your physical training physical preparation mentally also you have to uh, kind of not treat it as something just to check off the list but something that you acknowledge you're doing for yourself yeah, and yeah. really enjoy that process lovely yes. shiva sir what would you like to say to our audience? yeah uh, yeah I, i want to uh, say something specific about the race day as well and sort of my philosophy or approach to it it's uh, 
uh, it, it's again, it's it's my own personal opinion. Uh, I think there's a paradox there. Race day is very important, uh, and race day is not important at all. Um, I, I I would uh, compare it to a graduation ceremony. Yeah, a graduation, graduating from college, and a ceremony is important. That's why friends and family spend a lot of time, money, and effort to travel and gather to celebrate. You get a certificate from university president, or and all that. It's it's very symbolic, uh, and. Uh, uh, to uh, to an entire learning season and definitely a day to celebrate, but that's about it. Uh, you are you are still a graduate if you don't attend the graduation. Uh, all the learnings that you do that make you eligible to graduate are all complete when you complete the course. So similarly, a point the point of every RSWB season is the weeks of training. Again, in my opinion. At the end of which we are already better runners. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't run the final race or shouldn't give it our best shot. But the best attempt uh, should be a result of uh, us giving our best effort in everything we do rather than anything specific. Right? The fact that we have come this far is in itself mission accomplished just like Again, I, I I do the course analogy. So the final race is just an icing on the cake. But that could be the way I measure progress is, again, three years ago, if you had asked me, could you walk a mile every day of the week? I would have said, yeah, sure. Why not? And then go about the rest of the day without any problems. I would say yes. Uh, if you had asked me, would you have run, can you run a 5K every day and still behave normally or go about the life? I would have said definitely not. And then slowly that duration, then if you ask me if you run a mile every day, I would have said sure. And then three miles, five, to a point where I think I can comfortably in a slow, with a, with my slow run, run several miles, uh, maybe even five to six miles every day and still go about my life. So that's my progress. And everybody has his own, her own progress. So the fact that we are progressing it, it, it makes the... I, I, I think we should put the race day in its perspective. It's much more to me. It's a much more reason for celebration than getting uh, vexed about or stressed out about how am I going to run the, my final six miles and things like that. Absolutely. So that's uh, it. Could just be. yes, and and a very um, you know important thing to keep in mind, right? One is you know celebrate the training that you have completed so successfully race day may or may not turn out to how you had expected it but you should celebrate it it is it is you know an, an achievement but it is a true testament to what you have done so far and again compare instead of comparing ourselves to others I think we have to take pride in the fact of how we have improved you know day over day week over week or month over month so uh, a very lovely learning in that um, message uh, thank you Shiva sir Radhika? Yeah, um, so I have a few learnings uh, from last four seasons. Um, one is when you set an intention, somehow your desire will manifest, you know, that you want to do this. And even if you're ready or not ready, um, I have always seen that the people around you and also the universe will just somehow inspire and will motivate you to do things. So don't hesitate uh, to take up any, any, anything new. And secondly, um, one other thing I would like to say to the runners is if you learn something new, like if you're listening to your weekend messages or 
listening to the podcast or whatever it is. Um, the best way to learn is to teach it to others. And that way, that's the best way to remember things. And that's what we did uh, in last four seasons. If I learned something, then during my runs, I would talk it out with my friends. So that way, even I get to remember and then they get to learn. Um, and also, I truly believe uh, it's this small, continuous efforts that we do every day without even knowing that we are doing it is what will reap big benefits um, in the long run. Um, and finally, it's life is just all about balance. Uh, don't take things too seriously. Uh, we all have just finite time on this earth. So just go at your own pace. Keep moving, keep learning, keep growing. Do whatever that makes you happy. Uh, and most importantly, just don't forget to have fun. Um, I also would like to take this opportunity to thank Coach Bala, Coach Suja, and all the mountain of runners who are behind uh, RHWB. I am just so happy, grateful, and a lot of gratitude for taking me in and for being part of this uh, community. Uh, now I'm in my 50s, and believe it or not, I am reliving and reinven reinventing myself. Uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. So many wise uh, words there, uh, Radhika. And definitely, right, a lot of times we hesitate to take something up because we don't think we are capable of it. But like mm -hmm. you rightly said, uh, you know, don't worry about that. Just, you know, have that determination and things will work out by itself if you have the right intention. Um, right. And yes, we are definitely lucky to be in such a wonderful community. And yeah. uh, yes, important thing to remember and enjoy uh, every uh, enjoy your race day enjoy your training enjoy your hard work and um, yeah wishing all of you a wonderful um, you know uh, a race day uh, which is I'm sure all of you coming up soon and for Shiva sir Rakesh I know you have kind of from your previous season you are um, uh, you know running a even bigger distance so wish you all the best Radhika to you as well and no, I, I finished I finished my uh, virtual half marathon last week. So oh, done. amazing, amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank Lovely. you. Yeah, and, and you know, to, and to all our audience, um, have a wonderful rest of the season. Um, share a lot of pictures, your humble brags and um, uh, your learnings, what you learned from your experience. And I'm sure like we did, we'll definitely benefit from everybody's inputs here. Uh, thank you, all three of you, for your time. It was lovely speaking. And yes, uh, yeah. talk to you soon. All right. Bye. So much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.